So welcome to today. I'm Christine. I'm Liz. And I'm Sarah. And we are Double Defense. We're an all-female New York Rangers podcast, bringing you fun conversation about our New York Rangers, the NHL and hockey, and so much more. Thank you for joining us. Christine, happy Tuesday. Uh, it's Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. It's a busy week. It's a busy week. Uh, happy Lunar New Year, which started on Saturday. So I love that. Um, Is that why you're wearing red? I am wearing red. I I am a president mm-hmm. of a business resource group within my job. So we I'm responsible for Elevate, which is um, Asian, Pan-Asian cultures and Indian cultures. So I learn a lot by doing everything. And let's, I will start out by propping up our local team here, which is uh, the LA Kings. Um, the rain actually, and the Kings this weekend had games where they um, uh, dedicated to Lunar New Year. So they sold a lot of merchandise. Uh, they, The Kings were given away beanies uh which are really cute they have like dragon design this is the year of the dragon and and it was cute i did put it up as a story i don't know if you saw it but it was really super cute during the open practice they just started randomly handing out red envelopes which is you know they give for good luck it usually has money in it and they didn't they didn't say a word they just handed the envelopes and people just started opening them and they got they got hats and blankets and and jackets and tickets it was really super cute and I heard, I almost went, I was deciding if I should go or not, but I didn't. Um, I heard it was a really, really good game because actually they played the Oilers and they shut out the Oilers. So um, that was a good game. That that rivalry between the two is is crazy. So, Oh yeah, they, and the Oilers have been super hot lately too. So I'm sure they weren't thrilled about shut out. Yeah. So that was, you know, so yeah. So today we celebrated at work today. So I had to find all my red things. <laughs> so, so, uh, and when I'm celebrating tomorrow again in Pasadena in our other office. So, it's so yeah. fun. Happy, happy Lunar New Year happy to New all Year. of those that celebrate. And thank you for joining us. Uh, we are double defense. We are an yes. all female New York Rangers hockey podcast. And we cover a lot of things uh, from New York Rangers hockey to the NHL to the PWHL. And drinks and, and yes, a, game day, <laughs> a game day drink pairing for every one of your New York Rangers. Uh, games. So please uh, follow us on social media. Um, and thank you for joining us here. Um, so so the Rangers are on quite the little win streak, uh, having come back from the All-Star break. Uh, there's been a lot of controversy. Uh, but in today's episode, we wanted to share uh, the five reasons that the New York Rangers will win the Stanley Cup this year. And then the and one besides- reason- because and, the one reason, <laughs> and, and then the one reason that they will not win the Stanley Cup, but there's five very good reasons. And I think we're seeing a lot of them that are happening this week. Um, obviously, we would love to hear from you. If you guys have other reasons that we are definitely going to win the Stanley Cup this year, please share them with us. Um, but I, there are five that have sort of jumped out to us that we wanted to talk about. And these are in no particular order. But I think that the, the biggest storyline. And they're just our opinions. They're just opinions. And we t- have the right to change our minds at any point in time, depending on how they play. Like, like some co-host did last night. 
<laughs> so I also, I, I, try, I post a little bit on Twitter. I don't post a lot. We actually don't have a ton of Twitter followers. We're much bigger on, on Instagram and Facebook. But on Twitter, I just kind of let my my thoughts fly. So I posted in cap, all caps the other day, just kidding, don't trade anyone. <laughs> because whatever we're doing now is right. Whatever is happening is working. Um, and I love it. I love it. I have no problem jumping on and off the bandwagon um, as my blood pressure can handle with this team. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fun. Uh, you know, again, I love our different like kind of um, outlooks that we have. You know, as I said, I'm kind of riding it in. I'm in for the long haul, like, you know, like the stocks and um, and look, I think we're, we're really in a good place coming into the run. It's going to start getting crazy. And this is a fun episode to do, I think, because, you know, look, things are going to start happening. Rumors are flying, not just with us, but with all the teams. Trade deadlines coming up in just a – it is not far away, and we have not really seen. The only trade I've seen is with the PWHL, which I was like, where did this come from? It's not, it's so, not, right. <laughs> That was, you know, so they're, you know, look, they're in on it too and doing what they need to do. Um, I don't know if they have the same trade deadline, but yeah, you know, we're, we're seeing, again, rumors are flying. None of them really seem feasible. I'll jump into, and I think we were talking um, what came out from my child actually sharing it, but it also came out as a note where, you know, I think they had a chance to, um, you know, pick up a player, but they, you know, they have a first round draft pick. And it looks like Drury's holding on to this first round draft pick just so that he could, um, you know, make an appearance, you know, a special appearance at the, you know, at the draft, which is going to be held in Vegas at the Sphere, which, um, you know, he owns, you know. So. <laughs> I heard, okay, I heard that. Is that true that he's actually yeah. holding out for this? Because I heard it was a rumor, but I didn't know if it See? had been confirmed. That's the thing. People are like, no, that's not true. I'm like, well, we'll see. Is he going to use that, you know, that first round? do we need to be trade? Like, do we need trades right now? Like, you know, do what, where do we need? I mean, I, you know, I want to have, I think we're going to try to get, you know, some of the guys on from the other podcasts, you know, where, you know, we got to pick up you know, where Heedles left off and, you know, where they're, you know, kind of pulling people up. Uh, but you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I will say there is something kind of compelling about, watching the draft at the sphere and imagine like the whole outside is just a giant Vegas, a giant New York Rangers logo, like all over Vegas. That is cool. I, I can totally see that. Um, we got that great view of it when we were leaving the, the, when we were leaving Vegas after the game, can you imagine the giant Rangers logo on that thing? That would be awesome. That'd be kind of cool if they did that. It would be so cool. And I'm sure, I'm sure it will happen. Why, why haven't it, if the guy owns it, why, why haven't we seen it yet? I mean, come totally, on. Totally. <laughs> um, so, so, okay. So to kick off um, the, the number, the number five reason that the Rangers will win the Stanley Cup this year. And this is the biggest storyline, not just in the Rangers, but I think in, in a lot of hockey, what's happening right now is the quick Shesterkin rivalry. And I think it is actually a great thing for us. We have seen um, Igor struggle right before um, the All-Star break. He struggled in the month of December. Uh, quick, oh, came back sounds, and started. Familiar, right? yep. This is exactly the way Shesterkin was last year. Totally, totally. And you know what? So then um, Laviolette started quick for two games. He won two games, went back to Igor, and I feel like that motivated Igor. Something, he had a fire lit under him, and he has had some amazing performances. Uh, and most most recently, yesterday, the shutout against the Calgary Flames. 
this rivalry and almost scored. <laughs> so close. I, I was dying. I was dying. Yeah, and he took his time. You could tell like he was waiting to set it up. I, I this could not, as I said to you, I said to a couple of people, this could not be scripted better than the Super Bowl, which was totally scripted. That's a totally separate <laughs> we'll get into that another time. But I, I love what we're seeing here. I love the motivation. I love the support. Did you see? Speaking of hugs, the the quick and Shesterkin hug at the end of the game yesterday. Like it was this acknowledgement. They're both on fire. They're both doing so well. I love to see it. I think, I, I don't think it's, I think they're just really, we, we always tend to have really, really good goalies. And I think we got really super lucky with quick, quick is super motivated. I'm going to continue to say this. He's only, you know, 12 or 13 wins away now from 400 and what, you know, and as a backup goalie, when, uh, you know, when you're not really expected to do what, what, what he's doing, he's given this great opportunity. So I'm all for, you know, quick hitting that milestone this year. What I also love, and I was talking about it today with some coworkers, is I think we kind of changed the narrative a little bit on, on these goalies. You know, like we have two good goalies. And typically before we've always seen it where, you know, Shuster can be our primary goalie and your backup goalie would hardly ever play, you know, only if it was injured or if, you know, if he was getting pulled because he wasn't had a bad game or back to back games. Typically, that's what we would see. Right. Um, or a last place team, you know, something extreme where those backup goalies weren't getting anything. Well, a lot of that he's changing the narrative. And Steve Alcat was talking about this, too, extensively. And, um, and and I totally agree with him. He's like, you know, uh, and you're seeing people asking the question, like, who's in goal? Who's in goal? So we don't really know. And in the beginning of the year when I was like, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be Igor, but, um, but you never, now we don't know. It's they're watching who's on the ice. They know who's playing better that day. They know who's up against who. And I think there was a little strategy, like putting quick against the Kings. Um, and cause he knows, he knows this West coast the style of play, but they also have two different strategies on their own, which I like watching too. Quick is very quick. Again, he makes me nervous telling this all the time. I've watched him for a long time, people, not just with our team. He goes out too far. He goes down too quick. And I'm like, oh, my God. But somehow he makes it work for him. And he can handle the quick rebounds better, I think, than Igor can. So Igor's got those amazing, you know, stops that, you know, are that are coming from the points and, you know, can handle those. I think they're just two, like they two have two different styles and they're both going to have their good and bad days. Igor's in the same position he was last year. And last year, everyone was really criticizing him. He went to the All-Star game, came back and ended up, you know, breaking his own records. So leave him alone, you know, and and let let the coach kind of decide who they're going to play. And I like to see that they're not being seen as I think they're just seeing them more as equals now, you know. It's like who we've got two good goalies. And what a great asset going into as we approach the playoffs, having two great goalies. And also, you know, I I've heard I've heard some very positive things about Quick's leadership you know, in the locker room and off the ice. And, you know, maybe maybe just the fact that he can sort of also be a mentor for Igor and help him through some of the tough times, um, just as someone to like bounce things off of emotionally. I mean, we've talked a lot about sort of, you know, mental health and um, the emotional perspective of the players. Igor is somebody who has always put a lot of pressure on himself 
um, he's always like blamed himself for losses and like you could tell he internalizes it. Maybe Quick's yeah. helped him through it, but I love it. I think it's great chemistry between the two of them. Um, and I think it's going to be a huge asset and, and one of the biggest reasons that the New York Rangers will win the Stanley Cup this year. Yeah, I think so too. And and keep going on that. I, I, I like that they're changing, you know, this narrative, so to speak, of, of, you know, we're not expecting Igor to play. I like that too, because I think it can throw off the other teams. Um, you know, when they, they're expecting another, you know, like the, the primary goalie to be playing and they, and they don't play them. So yeah. it's just too bad that we have to give more notice. <laughs> So, so can you just show up and like that's who's on? So like, we should switch them out between periods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I So that's I that one. I, I like seeing that. Um, hey, I'd like to see that little bromance develop more too. We need more hugs. We, we need to come up with a good name. Quick quick Sturkin, I guess, is the only really <laughs> You you generate really good AI things. We will ask. Okay, I don't, we will stay. Watch the space. We will we, we will work on that. <laughs> uh, okay, so so moving on. Uh, the number four reason that the Rangers will win the Stanley Cup. Um, this really has more to do with sort of the depth um, of scoring. I think depth of scoring is something that we saw very very much early in the season. We didn't see a whole lot of it during the month of December when I felt like it was kind of the Panarin Trocek show for a good month. Um, but we've seen uh, Cooley and VC really coming through um, and scoring when it matters most. I feel like those guys continuously work hard and the more they kind of keep going and um, you know, Brodzinski's part of that too. The more they keep showing up, the more they keep actually shooting the puck, which is, I know, something that has been on your mind. The more that they make those chances, the more times that they're going to score. And they have really come through when when um, it's mattered most. Yeah, I agree with that too. Actually, I think they are the ones that are kind of taking the shots. Um, that last night's game, I was getting a little frustrated only because I'm like, you know, look, it was a one nothing game and – uh, and again, listening to to Steve in you know during between periods, he you know he's like they he was asked what well, should the score be and he's like I think it should be three nothing. So I, I don't know like they really are uh, they spend a lot of time trying to really set up the the puck. You know when you're when you love, at Aaron, Panarin, Aaron's so. got that got that like that that shot from the point. But did you see him going down? He goes down on the knee. He's like so dramatic now and. <laughs> Uh, and I, you know, it's like they're on it, but you're right. Like, you know, we're seeing VC and Glee and I, these guys kind of score because they're the ones that are out there and they're really just taking the shots like they should. Um, and I, you know, I kind of even posted it out. I, I got a, a, a thank you, Captain Obvious answer. <laughs> you know, so, you know, but it's like, what should the score, if they just took shots, what would the score be? And someone's like, depends. If it's on the stick side, it would be three, nothing. If it's glove side, it'd be one, nothing. I'm like, well, who, like, all right, whatever. So, um, so that was all I got. So I didn't really get any <laughs> input there, but yeah, it's, they're, they're trying to take those setups when it, you know, honestly, we know when it works, it's beautiful. Everyone loves to see it. It's a showstopper, but I think, um, you know, people are onto them too. So it's like, just get in there and get those opportunities and take the shots, go more for rebounds. Um, and that's where, you know, that's where this third line and, you know, these other lines are kind of picking up speed and kind of doing it, but going into the depth, as you were saying, yeah, you know, what? not too long ago, we had that game where, you know, we had five scores. I love seeing those where, where everybody's everybody's got the potential to score and and those those games that come along where 
where we can get, you know, multiple people scoring and even more points along the way where, you know, we might have five scores. We have 11 players with points for the game. So that's what I love to see. And that's, again, I don't see that with other teams. You know? Yeah. And and I, I feel like the Rangers had gotten a little bit away from that, but I feel like it's going to come back um, in a really big way. Watching, um, especially VC, like he has the ability to continue a play even when you think it's done. He will somehow squeeze out an extra shot. He's the kind of guy who goes to work and doesn't stop until – there's no more chance to do anything. And I think it's just such a testament to, you know, him as an athlete, but also him like understanding the game, seeing the game um, and playing really, really smart hockey. And it's just, it's really awesome to see that. So um, we're hoping that. Improving himself. You know, we were, we were kind of talking about that too. It's like, you know, I don't know what these rumors do to people when it comes up to these trade deadlines and stuff. And it's it's a it's a hard thing. You know, if you're not playing well, you might get traded. If you're playing well, you might get traded. You're traded. You know, exactly. You know, what are you gonna do? You know? And so, but but when you're playing as well as these guys are, you know, it, it, I, I wanna say it's safe to say that we're you know, we're good. Um especially if Jury doesn't want to use this for first round pick. <laughs> he might not have any choices. So um so that's yeah, I, I fully agree. Like I that one, I've been proud of the team for doing just that for the last couple of years, and I like seeing it. And um, and that's one of my my biggest points all the time. It's like I think other teams can glorify their players and they get points all the time because they're always getting past the puck. They're always on the ice, and you know no one else really gets the shot. But you know, is does that make the team good? Yeah, some of these teams are winning that way. I, I don't know. I don't know how. <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess it's the hockey mom in me. I'm like, why are they not marked up? Why are you not stopping them? Yeah. But they're fast. I mean, look, they're fast players. And, and for someone who's watching, I keep focusing on, you know, Christiane with her, with her play by play. And then she lost the puck. It's very fast. <laughs> so you got to keep an eye on everybody, but we've got good guys. Let's keep doing it. We're, we continue to break these records with these guys too. Um, it, you know, I, I don't know that they're coming up, but when you're watching the game, I love hearing that, you know, Mika just broke a record, you know, franchise record for overtime goals. And, and we're continuing to, you know, to see this last season and this season. So that is another show point of how well these guys are doing. Totally. And, um, you know, on top of that, uh, this is leading into the number three reason that the Rangers will win the Stanley cup this year. Um, Hashtag Carbenajad. So <laughs> I, think it, I think I'm not speaking out of turn in saying that Kreider and Mika have both felt a little bit struggly in the last couple of games. Um, their five on five scoring is not particularly great. Um, I, I feel like the chemistry isn't there. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with either of them. I don't know if they're tired. I don't know if they're getting old. I don't know if they're frustrated or there's something else happening. However, the reason that I think that the Rangers will win the Stanley Cup because of these two is that they will find their footing again. We just saw it happen with Shostarkin, who struggled for a month and came back red hot. These guys will find that again, hopefully, well, before the playoffs, but I'm sure in time for the playoffs. And when these guys get hot, along with the rest of the team doing their thing, this will be an unstoppable group of people. Um, so I think, I think Craig Benajad is going to be a huge part of, of our run for the cup this year and our, and our win. Um, but it's, it, it had, there's some changes have to happen before, um, well, you know before what? we can see. Yeah. It needs to be, what was the word I used? 
Trojanabad. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. There's something else there. That's number two. We'll get to that. We'll get to we'll get to the in a second. Well, you know that there's that. I I think they just come across as cool and collected. I don't think they're, you know, look, they're. It's only our expectations that we, you know, that we want them to be. Uh, they could be in the in the place where they exactly, you know, kind of where they they want to be. Um, we don't know that. You know, like last week when we were talking to Tom, I, I liked what he said. He's like, you know. Gretzky had goals and I had goals. We both met our goals. My goal is to do this. And his, you know, was to play in the NHL. His goal was to be the best in the NHL. So they, they might, they, they might have their own goal, like their own goals and they're, and they're reaching them. I think they're, you know, it's not a matter of getting in there and, and making sure that Mika's got his shots off from his spot and that they're, they're, they're scoring with that or that, you know, Kreider's, you know, sitting in front of the net and, and pushing it in, you know, well, I don't think that works all the time. So it hasn't so, worked for a little while. Like, but you know, if they're, if they're out there and they're kind of, you know, and they're kind of playing, they are playing a little bit more defensively, which we, you know, which I like seeing too. Again, I've always kind of said that um, to play in the Stanley cup, you're playing a West coast team. It's all about, you know, physicality when it comes to the, you know, a, a West Coast, unless the Vegas, Vegas played really strategically last year. I thought they did really well, but depending on who they play, it's going to be very physical. So, you know, when we, we typically don't play that way, um, you, you just got to prepare. And I like them upping, you know, up with the windmill where you got the penalty the other day. I'm like, get going. I love that. You I know? Think everybody was fighting in, in the game against Calgary. <laughs> it's like, it's like when you see Panera and get a penalty, you're like, Huh? Even last night. So I was driving home last night for the first period. And I guess the first round of penalties, they were commenting on the radio uh, that it, it was like they were just tapping. They barely touched it and they both got penalties. So is it, so I, I missed that. Like, I didn't see what that was. But then all of a sudden, all of us were in the penalty box. <laughs> yes. so, yeah, I like more of that kind of stuff. Just, you know, because, you know, like, you know, everyone's getting frustrated. The, the, the race for wild card it is it is a topic people get need the points where they are running out of time uh, and we're you know we're being chased and so we are discussing it so i would like to see mika and 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 chris just kind of um yeah not really do the same old same old you know chris is really fast and on penalty oh and that wasn't the other thing too a lot of that would kind of changed up his power plays so He's kind of going back to old style. So put them back on power plays. Let's kind of up that. They're they're good in that way. Um, and then and then the overtime stuff, you know, where again we could just break Yeah, it paid off for Mika totally. Totally. So it's like, yeah, they that the whole things work. You know? The glimpses are there. I think that I think the, they'll find their groove um with with a lot of time to go in this season. Um and and all signs are pointing pointing positive to to good Krybenajad uh vibes going forward. That and their um, real friend. <laughs> so, so it's number, speaking of which, the number two reason that the Rangers will win the Stanley Cup this year, 2024, uh, the, every bromance needs a tromance with a side of bread. Uh, so that Trochek and have been literally amazing this entire season. They have kept scoring. They have great chemistry together. Trochek's been amazing on the faceoffs. Um, Panarin's been scoring some amazing goals, like insane 
insane goals. Like, it, like, how did he even get his body to do that in that way? He's been super fast, super accurate. Um, it's really nice to it's really nice to see it. Um, these two are such a key part of this team, um, and a big reason that we will win the cup this year. Absolutely, uh, I think I like you know. Trotrek's really good and fast on the, you know, on those face-offs and, uh, and that's good. And Panarin just seems like, um, you know, something about that haircut that happened last year. He just sat out there and, and seems, um, I don't know. I just feel like he seems focused, you know, it doesn't do, doesn't do everything that people want him to do, but you see when, when you see the camera on him, um, he's, uh, he, I just think the focus is there more, and that's what's causing him to, to be, you know, to be doing what he does and to and to be doing well in 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 this point of the season. So, and the other thing I like is you know that they're good and you know their threats when you're listening to other announcers, and they really don't have anything bad to say about them, you know. And that that's I mean that's another reason why I'm proud of this team because they they really do like these are guys Trocek and Panarin that are like you know, there's really nothing you can say that's bad about them. They're no. And I, and I have to say watching them play is fun. They look like they're having, I mean, they're focused. I totally agree. Yeah. With you, but they're, they're having a good time. And I remember like when we were, when we were at the games on the road trip, a lot of the time, the team looked real stressed out um, because they were, you know, going through kind of a rough patch, but Panarin and Trochak have always managed to seem calm and just fun. I think Panarin literally looks like he's flying all over the ice. He looks like he just loves what he does. I think he's gotten better as this as the years have gone on. I mean, I know you were a really big fan of his, and um, I kind of felt through you. I kind of followed, you know, I was just paying a little bit more attention over the last couple of years, and he has just totally improved. You know, he still passes a lot, but he's passing much more strategically. He's taking shots. He's more physical. He's he throws yeah. a punch every now and then, and it's yeah, really rack up some penalty points here. That's fine, yes. uh, <laughs> but we don't we don't want him to get hurt. He, uh, I like to see him do what he's doing. I uh, like the fancy plays yesterday. Yeah, toned down a little bit, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what that the shot of the knee thing yeah. was. I mean, it's really it's fancy, <laughs> but it's <laughs> but you know again it, it, it's working and. It's good to see. Yeah. So, and I think right now, uh, as long as we are, we stay healthy, this is where we start to shine. And this is where we were in the same place last year. Actually, we're, we're much, the other thing is we're in a much better place than we were last year. So everyone's got to tone it down. Uh, I know people that listen to us aren't like that, but <laughs> the people on Facebook. I'm not like that. So I, I totally understand. I'm the first one to be like, Train everything. <laughs> Um, but we are, yeah, you're totally right. We have 71 points. We are now not, I wouldn't say a super comfortable lead over the hurricanes, the hurricanes of 65 points, but um, they're there. We have two, we played two more games than they have. So there things are getting close. And then the flyers are right behind them at 64 points. And this is in the I metropolitan. That. The flyers. I'm like, where did they come from? <laughs> where did they come from? I mean, these teams are, you know, it's interesting because this year I'm, I'm like, look, doing this podcast, I'm really focused on the games. As I said, I think what I'm trying to watch some of these other games too. Um, and you see like, you know, the Canucks come flying up out of nowhere and they're still doing well. And then the Oilers winning like all these games in a row. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know? uh, and, you know, and so 
it really also does show that because um, we were in first place not that long ago, literally December 31st. We were in first in the NHL, first we were at first everything, and then we kind of had these little you know lost streaks and um, and not even a slump. Again, we try to kind of discuss what is a slump, you know, because does that seems like it wasn't even anything now, <laughs> and um, and just kind of you know watching those you know these these teams and how they're they're you know coming up all these points are so close because we dropped a little bit down to i think sixth or eighth for a second but now we're back up and it's you know we're, we're even i think we lost and we won a couple um but it just really goes to show you like which focus on those like we this whole group is really close together a lot of these teams don't matter they're in you know all that really matters to us right now is our metro division so you know and getting a good spot um in our conference, you know, to get the eye is on the prize, you know, once we get through this hurdle of, you know, the, this draft that's coming up and once everything sells down from that, it's, you know, everybody's off and running. We've got to keep it, you know, up so that we're in a good place, a good position to have a good first round. I I totally agree. The metropolitan division is so hard though. So, you know, it's almost like no matter who we play, regardless of what position we wind up in, I think it's going to be hard. Um, I'm really hoping that it's not the Hurricanes uh, or the Devils, to be honest, because the de- Devils just have this ability to be super annoying. Um, so I'd rather not see that, but it, it's a little too early to make that call. Um, but I feel like we're going to be in a really good position going in um, as we get closer to the playoffs. So we'll see how it kind of plays out with uh, with the rest of the trades, too. Yeah, and the other thing to kind of watch too is, you know, on the note with the Devils, um, you know, the Devils last year, you know, they, you recall, they, they changed their goalie up and they put in their backup goalie and all of a sudden we, the guy was good, you know, <laughs> so, and that's kind of what doomed us um, for whatever people say, you know, right? But, but this goalie, and we're like, oh, well, they put the back in goalie. Yeah, they let put him in. We want him. And then he was a wall. And so, um, that's one thing we have to work on. You know, I think, you know, I don't, I don't feel we should have just won by a goal yesterday you know, or two. So I think it should have been more. So, uh, and I think we're, we're Igor is getting a bad rap on some of the losses, you know, we weren't scoring. And so we are taking shots. we got to take better, you know, more quality shots, not just random, like shooting at the, at the net. So I want to see more of that. And that's going to get us far in the playoffs too. And also being in a better position for rebounds. I, I've noticed this with the Rangers a lot is that there will be a rebound and no one will be in no, the no, no, like two feet to the left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, like every other team seems like there's always five guys like waiting for the puck. The Rangers are like never in the right place. And I don't know if they're just not expecting, you know, they're, they're not anticipating the puck properly or it's, it's a different kind of strategy about like, firing the puck and then like leaving, like going somewhere else. I I don't know what it is, but it's, it's very noticeable when you're watching the games because they're terrible at that. Well, yeah, we were just talking about this before we went on the air too. It's like, look, you guys, when you're watching the game, we have the perfect view. We have this Eagle eye view. We can see from, we can see all the holes. (laughs) We can see all the people, but I don't think they have that view down there. (laughs) You know? No, it's very different. And if, if you didn't listen to our last episode, we had, we had former New York Ranger, Tom Laidlaw join us. He had some great stories um, about what it was like to be on the ice. um, Really like put, put it, put us into the moment. I mean, we can sit here all day as most of us podcasters do in a nice, 
air conditioned room watching on our big screen and point out all the things that the Rangers are doing wrong. Yeah. It's another thing to kind of hear the perspective of players on the ice. So uh, if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, we highly encourage I you know. to go back and listen. Yeah. See, and, and just so you know, if you, you know, if you listened or didn't, you know, they get a little panicky too down there. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, it was, a, that was a great revelation there. I loved, I loved hearing him talk about that. Um, so there, there's a lot that, that that they see that we don't. And look, you know, we have a great view of it. And yeah, you know, we want them to hear us. And even if you're on the glass, they're not going to hear you. You know, and they don't hear. Somehow Miller doesn't get my notes when I'm texting you about <laughs> him not being in the right place or not taking the shot or not doing anything right. Uh, we can get to that in a second. <laughs> but I did want to bring up that the number one reason that the Rangers oh. will win the Stanley Cup on the on the 30th anniversary of the um of the rangers winning the stanley cup in 1994 i feel like this is all meant to be is that we play with heart and i think that this team even more than last year's team um and even especially you know in the quinn era i feel like there's a lot more passion drive camaraderie uh support um and just joy on the ice i'm seeing that i'm seeing that a lot and i feel like they have what it takes to really carry them through. Yes. Then that kind of goes into the other points we're seeing, you know, look, you, you look at their, their routine. So if you've gone to the games, you kind of know these routines, they really have, um, I think at one point we were talking about, not, I don't think it's a superstitious thing. They just have this wonderful routine. So when they're, um, when they're doing their warmups, you know, I love, and he still does every game. So Panarin is the last one off the ice all the time. And he does it with the run, you know, he does, he ramps it up and runs right off. And he, he has that buildup and yeah, I don't know what it means, but that's like, you know, that's, and you know, and you see some of them come out and just sit quietly. You see that that's where you kind of see the heart. Out. That's the kind of stuff I like seeing when they come out, take a moment to take it all in and wherever they are, you know, they do it at home, they do it on the road. And then to keep those traditions. And even at the end of the game with Trocek and Mika and Chris sitting there, um, making sure that they, you know, give everybody props, give those proper hugs. And they really, they really truly mean it. Um, everybody else has been a follower. Um, when you're talking heart in the sport, the Rangers are the one that kind of started the, the, the thankful, you know, thanking the, the crowds with the circle and, and everybody kind of fell in with doing that as they should. Cause you know, it's, it's us as fans that go to see them that make these things possible. And so you, you know, when you're going out there, you're playing for yourself and the drive you have, you know, to reach this goal that most players don't, you know, get to fulfill. And, you can see it in their heart, in the you know. You can just see it in their in their eyes. They they just not only want to win for themselves, but they really want to do it for us. Because I I think they see their fans, you know, as more a, a family. And and you know, we were we were talking about that too with with Tom, where you know the Rangers really do take care of their fans. You know, there's fans spend a lot of money. They take care of them pretty well, and you, you kind of see that through the organization. So when they're on the ice and stuff, yeah, they you know, I'm not a has a great day you know with playing and i you know i just like seeing how they are at the end you know they're always uh they're always upbeat and they and they're truthful about stuff too and they're always soft-spoken <laughs> like mika's interviews are like oh yeah yeah we just i mean we, 
we didn't play that well. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, we. It's the same tone every time. He's just so soft spoken. <laughs> Uh, well, I think I think there's so many reasons that we will win the Stanley Cup this year. I will throw in one bonus, and that Sam and Joe, I think, are still the best in the game. Um, I, I think that there's Sam Rosen is a national treasure. I think he missed even when he makes mistakes. He, he made a bad. He was like <laughs> kind of flubbed up yesterday. something like yes, that. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was it's like, oh, Sam, Sam we still love you. Still love you. Um, so those are the five reasons the Rangers will win the Stanley Cup this year. The one reason that they won't is Miller. It's Andre Miller. I'm sorry. <laughs> he he's shown signs of getting better, though. I think I he's listening to the podcast. Andre, if you're listening, we we're here to support you. We really are. We just want we want to see you do so well. We want to see you do so well. So just keep working. You keep say he's so close. I I have a theory that the more you hate him, that the better he does so um you know for for their stepping in when he almost scored i i texted Liz saying how much do you hate him i need to know i need to hear like tell me how much you hate him right now and then he almost he did another shot she's like i really hate you <laughs> hey that's a, that's improvement though he was he didn't actively give up a goal. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't score in his own net i mean there's like this is improvement so we're very we're thrilled about that I'm yeah, just kidding. We're gonna keep I have to say, you know, since the all-star break, I think he's come back and played very, very good hockey. So I I think, yeah, it probably took a week. Just listen to us on repeat. And when <laughs> you know what? They're right. They are right. I have to work harder. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome, Rangers Nation. Exactly. You're welcome. <laughs> We're givers. <laughs> we are givers. Um, so, all, you know, on that note, we have, um, you know, a couple of fun games coming up. Uh, I think we have the stadium series uh, that's going to happen uh, outdoors. If anybody's going to that. Oh, yeah. Love to hear you no. oh, good luck. I, yeah, I, I don't know how the weather is going to be. That seems uh, that seems challenging, especially uh, again here in Southern California, where Christine and I now live because we got sick of uh, New York weather. We survived the atmospheric river events. We have another one coming up, so we'll try not to float away while everyone's trying not to freeze watching. And we'll have some other guests on to kind of recap um, the the Stadium Series games, which. You know, look fantastic. They just look cold right now because um, everyone's everyone's posting snow pictures, you know, from from uh, from New Jersey and New York. You know, so um, yeah, you, you guys enjoy it. Stay in, have a have a, a cup of hot cocoa, and uh, listen to more double defense. Yeah, do that. We got in the PWHL games. They had a break, so they're going to re be resuming as well. Again, they had a trade going on. So, and they have in March. We'll talk more about it as it gets closer. Um, they're doing a stadium uh, takeover series, so they're kind of they have three games. All six teams are playing, and they're kind of taking over some bigger arenas. Uh, so they continue to shine and do well. And if you have not watched a PWHL game, they are free on YouTube and fantastic to watch. There's a lot of energy, there's fights, there's, you know, there's physicality in the games and, um, uh, and a lot of incentive. Um, I think we, you know, we were talking about it because again, they have a three points for a win and no points uh, for a loss, two and one for a, you know, a tie and overtime win. Um, so there's a lot of incentive and it's not as uh, clear as, you know, I, we just watched um, New York take over and win uh, this crazy, you know, they scored three goals in, in five minutes in the third period and then won uh, in overtime against Ottawa. And it was crazy. So, uh, so they're, 
look, those games are great and you can watch them for free. Unlike trying to find out where you're going to watch the, you know, games here. <laughs> the game of the game of what, uh, what, how can we possibly watch the New York Rangers? <laughs> so there is talk. We have to look into this. There is talk now of creating a network, you know, a standardized network to watch. Did you hear about this? For the PWHL? No, for the NHL games. So well, they, they used to have I used to subscribe to the NHL network, which was an app where I could watch all the games. Then that changed. I don't know how I know, long. They're, they're revamping it. I'm like, good, good luck. So yeah. I came up how, with one of the ESPN yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't know how long ESPN has the contract with the NHL. I don't know if they contract with individual teams. It'd be very interesting to. Uh, they're already advertising it as the home of um home of the Stanley Cup. And I'm like, I think we have a little bit of time for that. You know, I'm like, are you advertising it now? I'm like, hmm. so it sounds well, like now the Super Bowl to... is over. They need something. <laughs> they need something to talk about. Yeah. I wonder who, and we still have to figure out who is going to be the Taylor Swift of the Stanley Cup. Uh, we, we, we are still working on that. Yes. Might be. It's it going to be more. It should be us. Yes. It should definitely. It I'm should be. You. <laughs> still single. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm either way during the Stanley cup, I'm still going to like, I will cut to you just going like, Oh my God, I can't wait. I can't wait. What's happening. I'm going to do your hair just like Taylor had it for the Super Bowl too. I look good bangs. On that note, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Um, watch this space. We have so much to talk about uh, over the next couple of weeks. Um, a lot of fun ranger stuff, a lot of new special guests that we have upcoming uh, and just a lot of fun. So thank you. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you guys. Have a great week. Happy Valentine's day too, to everybody stay. and enjoy, enjoy your day. Bye.